Because, you know, I have a mind that works in, like, a matrix of, like, if this, then this, then this, or this kind of, like, web matrix. It's just, like, how my mind works. So, so if I let that go, it's just, like, it's kind of bad news. <laughs> um, here I am. Like, you just probably name a dumb celebrity on such a George Clooney. Taurus. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me, but I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> and then you realize you just gotta change the channel sometimes. You really yeah. do. You just gotta turn it off, man. This is sort of a tough one. I'm, I'm, you know, it's it's late Tuesday night. I'm getting this done, uh, trying to get this done for my Wednesday morning release uh, of the Wandering Wolf. That's right. That's where you are, the Wandering Wolf. I'm your host, Yoni Wolf. I had a rough night last night, and I'm not saying I'm still recovering because I I did stuff today. Can't remember what. Oh, taxes, things like that. I don't even know what else. But anyway, I shopped. I went to Whole Foods, and then I edited the podcast. But it was a rough night last night. I had a reaction to something. Um, uh, basically, I think I ate too many apples uh, and the fiber maybe, or and maybe too many. I, I had some raw carrots mixed in with my egg salad uh, that may have caused a reaction as well it's very delicate my system is extremely delicate i don't fucking i don't like it i want to be i want to be body i want to be bold i want to be um you know ha- have a strong durable system i want to be in you know traveling the jungles and eating whatever food i can i can forage and you know running around europe and uh you know taking what uh, what they offer Bojadillo de jamón or or, or uh, fucking baguette, you know, eat the baguette. But these things cause problems for me. Maybe, I don't know. I'm on, so I'm on this diet. I have been for a long time and it's sort of working, maybe, I don't know. I look healthy on the outside. Uh, I don't have a, a jaundiced appearance that I used to have. Um, but... I, there's very few foods I can eat without having some problems. So, yes, last night it was a situation. I've been having these stomach aches, and last night was a situation where I uh, could feel it. You know, I, I knew right when I was going to bed, you start feeling the waves uh, of of sort of pain. It was a dull pain at first, much much easier than a lot of reactions that I've had. Um, but you know, I felt it descend from my stomach. All the way down to my intestines, where it then finally exited at around eight in the morning. But it was a long night, you know. I I slept a bit during that time, and eight in the morning was when it got to my, uh, you know, lower intestines and started to be super painful. Um, you know, a uh, a uh, uh, more of a uh, cramping sort of stabbing kind of pain. But before that, 
it was a a a, a dull ache that it it hurt nonetheless. But yeah, so anyway, it's discouraging. But I'm not I'm not you know I'm trying to stay positive and just realize that it's okay. You know, it's okay. I'm alive this one time. And, uh, you know, this is something that I struggle through. Different people struggle through all kinds of other stuff. I just, I want, you know, I desire so much more. Um, But that's a battle that, uh, you know, that's the battle that I have to live with with myself. And I I think about all these things. I'm like, oh, I need to just go down and and, uh, take ayahuasca in the jungle and, and, and my... My body will tell my mind what needs to happen. You know, my body will, will, will explain to my complicated, you know, psychological self, uh, the, the, all the layers of, of um, nurtured and, and, and born in psychology that I have through, through uh, the generations of family that I have and, 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 you know, working through all the things they worked through. And, uh, and and tell myself how to cure myself, right? Just just uh, emotionally or psychologically or something. If that's the root, you know, or, or I feel like if it is a, 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 a biological root, bacteria and things causing an autoimmune... Re- I have Crohn's disease, by the way. I didn't say that. You know, auto, an autoimmune reaction, then, then uh, you know, perhaps why, why should, should I be beholden to, to those tiny microorganisms, you know, battling it out in the gut. I, I, I feel like I should be stronger than that. I feel like my body should should uh should be able to adapt and, and, and react to that in a proper manner. Not get confused. Uh but but I don't know myself. Hence the meditation, you know, hence the the the, the morning journaling, hence the the career in in writing songs and, and you know po- little poems and trying to explore who I am and what I'm doing here, you know, um, it's enough that I'm just here though. I don't have to know everything, and even if I never figure out what's going on with my digestive system or figure out how to how to make it make myself easy on myself there or otherwise in my life, I, I still have to be grateful. Uh, to be here at all and uh, and enjoy it, enjoy what's here, you know, um, because it's amazing. It is. I I want to go somewhere for the winter time. I feel like it's. I'm a little bit scared about the cold here and being alone, you know. I, I desire, I do desire, I have these flashes of, of preemptive nostalgia of, you know, this having some kind of, you know, happy family situation, not always happy, but having having someone to travel through with, you know, and to work things out with and to bounce things off of, um, you know, I do desire that. Why do I not fall into that? There's a reason, you know, I'm okay with that. Sometimes uh, my solitude is is uh, is much needed, you know, and that's a very large part of who I am. Is is, is those hours of of solitude, you know? I I hope that I have not built a fortress of solitude. That was a book that I read half of at one point. Uh, I hope that I have not built a fortress of solitude that uh, is is uh, 
incapable of being sieged upon. I want someone to siege upon my solitude at some point in the right way. It has to happen in the right way. But I'm, you know, I'm not someone that falls easy into those things. But I, I look, I'm good. I'm good, y'all. I, this is not a, a pity talk. This is not a thumb and a first finger rubbing together the world's tiniest violin. This is not that. This is just taking pause, stepping back a bit, and realizing I should not eat four or five apples in a day. My guest today is a guy that I did not go to high school with, but I, I met him, I guess, in 12th grade or maybe just right after high school. Uh, he, he, I met him probably through Joey Whiteley. And one of the first times I met him, he was DJing at either his house or Leon's house, and he was playing MF Doom, and that was the first time I heard MF Doom. So it must have been just after high school. He's a real good dude. I've known him for a while. I I don't hang out with him all the time, but uh, I I would like to. He's a he's a great guy, and um, he, he's a DJ. He's a record collector. Um, he's just a dude that I see around a lot, deep in thought all the time. You know, <laughs> which you'll you'll see you'll see. Sebastian was out Seb. And uh, I, I, I'm glad that I got to have this conversation with him. I, I've wanted to talk to him for a while. Like I, I, I always see him around and we, it's always like a, a pretty hurried conversation or we just kind of talk about more surface stuff, you know, uh, what we're doing or whatever. But it, it was nice to get a little deeper and I'd like to do so more with him. Let's just get into this conversation with Sebastian Stout. You're like one of the only dudes that I see around during the day, just randomly all the fucking time, because we both just like looking for the secret spot to post up. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. Get shit done. And we both don't don't have. I mean, I don't know how often you work at the record store, but it can't be like nine to five kind of thing. No, I work there three days and then some other time and yeah. some other time. So it actually does. It's not that much time, but it does take up some time. So what do you do with the rest of your time? You are you? What, what do you do? What do you focus on? Well. We have this part, I DJ multiple times a month, mm-hmm. so we have... It's called Fogger, the night. Fogger's the first Saturday we do at the rig, and that's right. been um, going on for about two and a half years, so... But you do you do other DJ stuff, too, just... Yeah, I do, do the flea market here, which is, like, usually the third Saturday, and... Uh, at the church, you mean? Um... At Washington Park mostly. Okay. And then at the church is. Um, I don't know. I went to some yeah. record. That was a record. Okay, City Flea. You oh, talking about City Flea? I'm talking about City Flea, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah. talking about the Art Damage show, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, because sometimes the City Flea is indoors. Um, they do stuff like in the winter time at the CAC or at the 21, or um, sometimes they do it at the Can Building in Northside as well. Got it. So right, yeah, I do that during the day, and then. Um, I don't know what else, man. Um, Collect shit tons of Random records. shit. Yeah, or I sit and, I don't know, noodle here with shit. Yeah. Or so do you, take I, pictures. Or I go out of town a lot on the weekends. And, yeah. You know, yeah. 
Do you, do you tend to, um, so are you recording, do you record stuff that you finish or you kind of just are always kind of working on stuff, but don't necessarily finish it up? Yeah. I don't really finish it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I go through little phases. I don't know. It's just like a sketchbook. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe part of the appeal is yeah. just, is just actually fooling with all the cool shit too. I mean, kind of, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just, um, feels good. I don't know. It's just a habit. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some noodling involved, but I guess, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to force shit. Like, I don't really have enough of, like, a focused, um, like, mission at the moment. Like, we had these guests this past weekend uh, come play at the rig. It's um, Jeremy Callio, who does the 100 Limousine site with Josh Dunn, and Todd Modes, who does a this label called M1 Sessions in Detroit and they were like really excited to be here which is cool um so I don't know there's a new place in Detroit called UFO Factory so we might go do some stuff up there um so that sounds cool I don't know just doing more stuff regionally and out of town sounds fun also I'm gonna get TEFL certified I guess I told you so TEFL? yeah just to teach English abroad so if Uh, I kinda wanna skip skip town get out of the country like I might do that I don't know I can't really tell if I want like a full change of scene for a while or if I want to just get more embedded in projects here basically like a lot of my friends I've been doing stuff with here kind of like leaving town or I don't know the energy is sort of changing a little bit so I'm trying to figure out if I I don't know go to Detroit or some other city or if I split for a year and do something completely different or if I stay here and do things just I don't know can you can do you have enough of a network to get gigs out of town like so yeah. you can yeah yeah I mean do you DJ out of, like New York and occasionally and stuff? not not so much but occasionally yeah yeah I don't know should be more yeah but we'll see that's a hustle though that I guess you got to do you know yeah I don't know man what's weird is like the like part of the weird appeal of doing stuff here is that it's kind of, it kind of is under the radar. You yeah. know what I mean? So you kind of, it's like building your energy up or something. And then when people show up and they have a good time, I don't know if it's just like psychologically we're tricking ourselves that it feels like more exciting or something, but it's a little hidden. Like when these guys came down this past weekend, they were just like, yo dude, like this is it. Like this reminds me of what Cincinnati like, is like, a, like early, like early Detroit or something. A like, little bit. Yeah. Like what, like what we got going on, they were sort of saying like our friend Scott Z came down earlier this year. We've had a handful of guests, a lot of Detroit people. And, um, he was sort of saying like, yeah, it's like a lot like what Scott and Sharif were doing. I mean, granted like 14 years ago, okay. but, but I do say Cincinnati is at least a decade y- behind. Yeah. Him. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we're way behind, but also that was sort of a compliment. Like it was yeah. sort of like, Still pure or like, something? Yeah, like it just, like it feels right. You yeah. know what I mean? Because up there, I don't know. I mean, it's a mix, man. There are all kinds of people doing stuff, but it also, I don't know. Martha Stewart is like walking into my friend's construction site and like kind of looking at him like he's a, I don't know, like a janitor what or something. What the hell is she doing there? That's what I'm saying. It's the New York Times. It's like, it's kind of, I don't know if it's quite like the beginning of the end or something, but it's like, or the, no, or it's a not. New, a new beginning. It's a new beginning. No, a new beginning. No, I mean, Detroit's great, but you know, it's sort of where Madonna was at his job site. He was working as a carpenter and like, just cause it's in the New York Times all the time. Yeah. Whatever else. It's just, it's kind of weird, man. But What's his, what, where's he working? What do you mean his job site? He was, he was working, um, doing 
carpentry and building and stuff for like this vodka distillery. For the stars. Yeah, well, it was for Phil Cooley, who has Slow's Barbecue, and he's kind of like a man around okay. town. Like everyone knows him because yeah. he's involved with. I mean, he owns this famous barbecue place in Corktown, and then he's opening this other restaurant. And um, I guess he's involved with like the Roosevelt and all this. Like, you know, he's been on interviewed by all kinds of people because everyone loves to talk about Detroit these days. So everyone knows who he is. And it's cool up there, but I guess it's just kind of, you know, I, I guess it feels like doing things in small places that are a little, little bit more off the radar. Like sometimes it feels like a, a victory, but also it just kind of feels like being stuck too. Being stuck. Uh, yeah. It's not, what would be your goal for, well, for yourself and for Cincinnati, like what would you like to see? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I'm not one of these people that like takes a, huge i do i guess i take pride in this place but not not really i don't i don't like i care about it but i don't it's not like my mission to transform anything here that's yeah. not where it comes from it's just a as good a place as any to do some shit right you know what i mean and you grew up here right so yeah. but i don't know man um i yeah i don't i don't have a mission here i don't think i want it to like be anything other than it is Mm -hmm. you know i just think like anywhere if you're in a small place if you have i don't know five or ten like-minded people and you can do some shit that's really all you need anywhere Mm -hmm. pretty Mm -hmm. much you know and then if those people split you're kind of like what am i doing so so you had some friends that dipped out yeah i mean they're they're still around um kind of i mean in and out of town but it's just sort of i guess the past two or three years maybe i had more things going on i'm sort of excited about so Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's there's just not a lot going on. It's just you just always got to have something going on to stay sane. I think you know what I mean. Absolutely. Would you if yeah. you if you could like make yeah. a living as a DJ that like travel around yeah. and shows all the time? Would you want to do that? Um, or is that too too yeah. much running around? No, not at all. I, I, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, no, man. I'm way into it. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a, a tension for me at the moment. I guess because. I've always had a, yeah, I've always had a kind of wander less naturally, but, but also being grounded and connected to something feels good too, you know, yeah. and doing things with other people. I mean, I don't know. Isn't I always used to nice be doing, thing? I always used to be doing things on my own. And then now like that I've had like a little core group of people to do things with, it's kind of like, you know, it'd be like being a solo person and being part of a band that tours mm-hmm. for a while as you probably can relate to or some, I mean, you still have your band, but I'm just saying, you know, the difference between yeah, doing stuff on your mean. own and, yeah. and then if you, like, if you lost your band all of a sudden and right. you have to kind of rediscover, like, what you do, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I've traveled and DJed enough to, like, yeah, to... But also, you know, you don't have as much control when you're traveling, I guess, because you don't... I mean, you don't necessarily know people. I feel like if you have, like, a community around the world or in other cities where you're, you know, you feel like it's a family or something that makes sense, you know? Yeah, I but, guess it would but come down to kind of just like building book, book me, show up, yeah. come watch me. I mean, I, I feel like that energy, that special energy isn't necessarily there if you're traveling all the time. But then there are places that are amazing. The special like community energy, you mean? No, I mean, I think there is. It's just, it, I mean, it, it, you just got to find the right places. Yeah. I think a lot of people get mixed up in a kind of like booking matrix and they're just on planes and it's just they show up and it's just 
is lackluster, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's all about people, pretty much. But you, but it, but it is. But but yeah. you build relationships when you're out there. Exactly. Least, you know. Exactly. No, 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 no. Exactly. And that's yeah. been my experience traveling as well. I mean, I say that just like, I don't know, maybe because I'm just thinking so much about like the people I enjoyed working with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then kind of just. Um, but no, absolutely. When, Definitely, when you be- leave and people are 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 amazing. It's like yeah. the best feeling ever. I mean, I live for that. The yeah, the, the best yeah. situations on on tour or traveling mm-hmm. are are situations where we know like the promoter. It's like the same guy every time, right. or woman, and yeah. you know you kind of you come in and say, "Hey, how's it going? We're gonna set yeah. up and do our thing." You know, like yeah. just just to have those relationships is real nice. Yeah, when you're in a, a distant place, you know, go back to those places. It's always a very nice thing. But I, I want to ask about some other stuff mm-hmm. that I'm curious about because I, I feel like, much like myself, mm-hmm. you're very into like self development all the time. Uh-huh. Am I right? Because you, you, I yeah. remember like a few years ago, you were uh-huh. doing like therapy like all the time. Yeah, um, I saw you have a bunch of vitamins in your fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. We should, yeah, we should talk about that. Um, yeah, I so, God, where would I even start with that? Yeah, that's another thing. It, it's sort of hard to figure out at the moment. Like, um, and I can't tell if this is just a product of uh, of of age, and this is stuff that everybody goes through. But, but, um, but yeah, I spent five years in psychoanalysis daily, and every was, day. every day, yeah, for five years, and that was pretty intense. So I was definitely like, yeah, definitely like a heady dude, but. Um, do you feel? I mean, yeah. Why? Why did you go into psychoanalysis every day for five years? I don't that's know, man. A lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not. That's not a, a confrontational no, thing to say. I oh, would no, do no, it too. no. If I had the money, I would yeah. do it. I think. I know? mean, not to get on, on onto the thing about the thing about psychoanalysis, um, and, uh, and there's this kind of like meta layer to everything. So. Everything you're observing is your own behavior, like relative to to your analyst, you know. Versus like just I'm gonna go and do the kind of like didactic psychotherapy and whatever, just you know. Um, so you do sort of obsess about these little details, the things that supposedly like unconsciously you do, you know, like why do I always show up ten minutes late? Blah 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 blah. And then there's a lot of room for like a bit, wait about your relationship with the therapist, or you yeah talk, yeah okay yeah. So it's sort of like whatever you do in that office is kind of an extension of what you do and everything else. So it's like what you're thinking about your analyst is, is like, if you decide like, Oh man, like if you have like a month where you're like, Oh, I'm not going to see you anymore. Like, I, you know, I don't, I don't trust you anymore. Like you're manipulating me, you know, you charge me this much money every day, blah, 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 blah. So it, there's this kind of thing where sometimes, I mean, from the outside, it sounds like sort of cultish. I mean, I think there are moments where you're just like, dude, is this like, yeah, is this like a cult? Just like right. a money-sucking cult, basically. Right. Um, but, um, but do you feel like it was, it, it was good for you? I can't, in hindsight, I almost can't tell. I think it, I think it was, but I don't know. Because since then, so it's hard to put all this into, into perspective of like why I ended up there. Because... Basically, like I didn't, I didn't finish a degree after college, and I couldn't seem to do it. Like you didn't I had, finish a college. Degree. Yeah, like I had this final, this like final paper I didn't finish, and then, I mean, now it seems sort of inconsequential, but I didn't finish this final paper, and then 
so I didn't graduate from college. I mean, this is like ninety twelve nine or whatever. This is like two thousand two. So okay. right, twelve years ago, um, and uh, and then I found myself like I don't know. I was back in Cincinnati and trying to finish all these incompletes, and so then I was you, like, you were going to college out in Boston. In Boston, yeah. that's right. That's right. So yeah. So then I um, I was back, and then I enrolled in courses to sort of um, yeah fulfill those credits, and then I'd always get the final paper, and I would withdraw. I would like flip out and withdraw. Well, wait. So this happened multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. Okay. Yeah, like multiple times. Wow. It was like yeah, I don't know what it was, and then. Um, Fear of moving on or something? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, yeah, and the funny thing is my dad did the same thing. So okay. he, like, dodged the draft, met my mom in England, um, and then, yeah, came back with her. And then he ended up finishing his degree because he got he got hired to teach at his college, and he had to finish. So, and he was in the theater, though, so he just, like, put a play on or something. So he but, your, both your parents were actors, or, or he was a director? Yeah, my dad... Um, my dad did more theater production and then later on he became an architect. Okay. Um, so yeah. Um, is he still around or did he pass? No, my dad's alive. My stepmom died a year and a half ago. Okay. So, right. Um, so right. I kept withdrawing from these courses and, um, I don't know. I thought, okay, maybe I won't, I won't do this. And then I ended up, um, meeting girlfriend around 2005 and she was going to work in Boston so I was like okay cool I'll go with you so you went back to Boston so I went back I was like yo I'll just do it at the university and I did and I took some other classes elsewhere as well it was BU yeah this yeah. is BU um, and um, same thing happened so yeah semester what was your degree great. just out of curiosity philosophy philosophy okay. yeah so heady heady shit I, yeah definitely dude just like Stuck in the brain, pretty yeah. much. Pretty much just, like, stuck in the brain. Um, but also, I, who knows? Who knows what beyond that was keeping me from from completing this stuff. So, yeah. So then, didn't finish it. Spent, I don't know, I feel like it's all really boring. But No, it's very interesting to yeah, me. Because, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm interested in, the, right. to, in getting to why you did it. Right. Oh, why I did psychoanalysis. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, l- let me fast forward. So, anyway... I, came back here, was living with this girlfriend, then my dad got sick with cancer, and then, so I was down, I was sort of, wasn't sure if I was going to stick around Cincinnati, and then I um, decided to stay here so I could sort of be around him. My stepmom was a geneticist at the uh, University of Virginia, Okay. so she worked on this gene called P53, and uh, so she was like really... What's that? Um... I, I wish I could tell you more. It's, okay. it's a gene, but it's like she would say that geneticists are like like a certain gene will speak to them. Okay, you know, um, she it always just like I don't know. She had a relationship with this gene for however the many years. The mustache gene. The mustache gene. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I could remember um, exactly. Um, it's all right, it but um, well, ultimately she she ultimately she built this transgenic mouse that um in a nutshell it's gene expression i guess so turning genes on and off sort of so like if you have some sort of hereditary predisposition you could like turn it off or something i guess 
so ultimately, yeah, some like building a gene, this long genome, and kind of controlling gene expression or something. So mm. anyway, real. And she was a musician before that. So, gene gene so, art. She's like gene. created this mouse, yeah. the gene art mouse. Yeah, she she built this. Yeah. But what's it's weird it's sort of like code cracking or something. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's weird too, but it's like, and I mean, if I fast forward, like she ended up dying of cancer, which is just like really kind of like this sad, sad ending to yeah. all this because it was like her life's work, you know. But did um, she wait? She got cancer because she did later. Of what so, she was doing though, so you think? Um, no, she got. But she that's what she cancer. was working towards. She had figuring out ways to. Yeah, ultimately it was sort of like sort of cancer research. I mean, when my dad was when my dad was um, going through all of his uh, chemo business and stuff, she was really sort of directing the oncology. I don't know what kind of like faith I had in modern medicine at that time, but um, but he was like stage three gastroesophageal cancer, and um, but he he got through it. Yeah, so I guess. I guess to add another layer to the, this is all gets sort of complicated because my dad, well, my dad stopped drinking in like 80, right before I was born. Okay. So there's a lot of alcoholism in my family. So there's a lot of like recovery, 12 step stuff in my family. Um, so who knows? Maybe he did some damage there. I don't know. Maybe not. You, you know, it's just, it's a numbers game if you think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you just damage the same two alleles of the same gene twice or or you damage them both, you know? So, um, so I thought he was a goner and then, um, sure enough, modern medicine came to the rescue and after however long and a handful of changes to sort of whatever protocol he got through, which was like miraculous to me or not miraculous, but just a, uh, you know, the triumph of Western medicine which is mm-hmm. cool um and then let's see um i'm jumping all over the place but anyway that relationship didn't work out um she split and then i didn't um finish my degree so i was sort of again again i was kind of in this place where i was just like what am i doing um and so then i sort of just ended up going to see another shrink again which became Five years of daily so psychoanalysis. This trick kind of talked you into that style. Of- well, sort of. But what had happened before was like I saw a therapist maybe in like um, two thousand. I don't know. Early on, when I was first back here, like two thousand three or something. And at one point, I ended up um, yeah at the psychoanalytic institute seeing someone else. Um, a pharmacologist, I never really wanted to take medication, but just to make my therapist happy at that point, I was like, okay, go see this person. Did and you I end did. up taking medication? No, I never did. What she yeah. told me was like, look, like, I don't think medication is right for you. But, you know, a lot of people, they just, I don't know, they're imbalanced, they're chemically imbalanced or something, and they don't know, they, or they're not as, like, introspective, they're not neurotic, they're not so aware of this kind of, like, web of inner conflict or something. See, now I kind of think it's all bullshit. I know what you're saying. See, the thing is why I'm almost like bored by like recount, not bored, but by recounting all this is almost tedious because it's like, I don't know, I did so much of this that, yeah, I'm, uh, 
Yeah, we don't. I mean, I'm not trying to force yeah. you into talking about no, it. No, 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 no. So, but I. So, okay. So the point of seeing this pharmacologist is that she said, "Well, you would do. You would. Um, you might benefit from doing like you know." Some, proper course of like psychoanalysis and I was sort of like okay this is crazy whatever um so then when I ended up seeing who would become my analyst it was sort of like well you know you were here before you didn't do it you're still here you didn't do it you're gonna do this if when you're 50 if you don't do it now kind of and and then in, over the course of the first like few months there I was sort of skeptical I was just going a couple times a week and then enough stuff happened in there where I was sort of like all right, maybe there's something to this. Um, things started so, clicking for you or something? Things that were just like, I don't know, things things that... I guess things that like I was like exploring in there, you know, that kind of um, made me sort of understand better, like, I don't know, some of the Freudian business I mean not to get into too many details but I guess talking about like um, I don't know certain certain stuff like like if you're kind of just in a like a free associative kind of way mm-hmm. like going through stuff which sometimes happens you know other times it doesn't other times there's all different kinds of stuff that happens in there like um, like some days you just might go in and just like want to just like curse out your shrink all day or mm-hmm. something. And, um, but then other days you just want to be imaginative and it's just like what comes into your mind. But then you're kind of like, you become curious about it. And, and then also of course, like all the sort of behavioral stuff, all the other stuff, you know, but, um, is it an hour? It's like, yeah, it's like it's just shy of an hour. It's like 50 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then over the course of that five years, I mean, just to sort of cut to the chase, I did finish the degree. That wasn't, the, I mean, the only reason I was there, but it was basically, I mean, just, I don't know, exploring a, a whole bunch of stuff. But um, yeah. but yeah, in hindsight, it all seems kind of silly, honestly. It seems like, um, yeah, it seems like too much, too much head. Do you still- I mean, maybe, maybe it was, it was right for me at the time, but... Um, but now that I'm doing other stuff that seems to be working a little differently for me, I'm not sure. Like much. what? Well, I go to Al-Anon, which is, you know, 12-step stuff for, you know, which is helpful in some ways. Did, did you, know. you have a drinking problem? Or, or no, it's not. Just Al-Anon, is, Al-Anon is not for people with substances, it's for their families. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So okay. it's basically more like some of it's codependency stuff, some of it is just, you know, Detachment. It's twelve step thinking, but it's yeah. you know, so that's helpful in some ways. You know, so I, a I, form of relig- what religion does for people in a way, maybe. Uh, kind of, yeah. Add maybe. some kind it's, of structure. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, exactly. It's not. Um, there's no like. Um, there's there's I mean there's a concept of a higher power, but there's no like there's no real God. In sure. It. People people get suspicious of it, but really all it is is just kind of turning your will over a little bit so you're not just clenching all the time mm-hmm. trying to force everything into place and I think that's one of the that's, that's sort of a relief you know because if you can just get out of your own way sometimes and just think about what you have to do like just you know one day at a time as they say or whatever yeah. yeah then it's a lot easier than worrying about like oh but what's going to happen like because you know I have a mind that works in like 
a matrix of like if this then this then this or this kind of like web matrix it's just like how my mind works so yeah so if i let that go it's just like it's kind of bad news you have you, know? you have to stay focused on on what to keep to stay that stave off like just, insanity or or just too much head kind of yeah i think i just need to focus on like just do something you know what i mean just do some shit just like yeah. go to bed you know what i mean yeah. just like wash your dishes just basic yeah yeah basic shit it sounds sort of ridiculous but things go better that way yeah i'm getting better i'm getting better at more of the like daily practice stuff but the other thing i did so you mentioned all these supplements which is pretty interesting so i started going to um an acupuncturist who also um has done some ayurvedic stuff Mm -hmm. and also did so i got food sensitivities checked out which is interesting do you have sensitivities Almonds, like who knows? Almonds. I had no clue. None of the things I thought. Have you noticed though the almonds fucked you up? Nope. You still eat them? No. Okay. I you do a three month elimination diet and then you wean them back in, but I haven't weaned them back in. So you can suppose one almond a day or something. Actually, you kind of do a lot to see what happens, but but because the thinking generally is that it's like a threshold. So certain things you might be really sensitive to, but other things it's like. You could eat them for two days and not notice. And then on the third day, you kind of like cross the threshold mm, and then yeah. you feel terrible. But that's why you would never make the connection. Like, oh, it's almonds. I mean, right. so you ate like two days ago, maybe, you know. So it's kind of... I think I have stuff like that. It's interesting, man. Yeah. It's, it's worthwhile. But the, the really interesting thing was this neurotransmitter thing. So they measured all my neurotransmitters. How did they do that? Do a blood test. It's really simple. Or no, 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 no. That is a... A urine test. Okay. And yeah, you, you know, you have to do a few things like... I don't know, wait a couple of hours or whatever, but you mail it in yourself. It's easy. And when it came back, I was low in epinephrine and GABA. Epinephrine, they said, is less of a big deal because it fluctuates throughout the day. So like, um, like if you watch a scary movie or something, you get like a spike of epinephrine. Okay. I can't remember exactly what epinephrine does, but on the test, it's the least reliable because it might be low at one point in the day, high in another. It's sort of... You know, but GABA, GABA like it helps turn down these other neurotransmitters or something. So when you're like going to sleep, and okay. you're trying to like the fade out, fade it's the it fade out. out. It's yeah. kind of the like turn off shit, and right. that's what I didn't have going on. You know what I mean? So five years of psychoanalysis every day could yeah. just be like, yo, dude, like you just can't turn off. Like the one I have, like, the one that I have yeah. that I use is called Train Wrecker. Whoa. Uh, no, train wreck what it's, it's, a, like, pur- it's a purple kush it's a purple kush oh there you go <laughs> no I'm yeah, just man. playing but yeah man yeah. yeah dude that sounds good well it, that's full of GABA actually is it it is okay I think so that's actually, why it works for that's me, why actually, it works yeah. it actually you will get a spike in GABA but what they told me about marijuana is that like for some people it's really good for other people it'll make them like crazy right no, for me it's it, good it knocks me out it's good I like it yeah um, a little bit it's cool but um, alcohol, I think, will give you a little bit of GABA or something. But sometimes some of the food continued usage will actually like deplete it. Then there's some the sugars that might might you know like counteract yeah. that effect yeah. or something. That yeah, I always used to find that it would put me to sleep, but then I would wake up in the middle of the night because of the sugars. All oh, right, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. But anyway, so this stuff I take this thing now for GABA. GABA, it's okay, good. and it knocks me out. It's good. I take a few things. You take it at night, or you take it just, it, or just keep the level twice in the morning and at night. Got it. But okay. it just, it's weird. Yeah, man. It'll, it just 
like turns me off. It's good. Cool. So, yeah. So yeah, I sleep better. Whatever else, it just yeah. I you think do seem like an intense person that would probably have trouble shutting down. Yeah. Like you in, you just impulsive, like, you're, you're like everything. Like yeah. I would. I mean, past few years, man. Like we would just like be like, yeah, six p.m. Like, yo, let's drive to Detroit. Like, work, right? Whatever. Get in the car, go. Just go out, party, whatever. Drive back. Same just, same night. Or, just, yeah, okay, just shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, real like dive bomb shit. You know, and just talking the whole time. Yeah, just like naturally. Yeah, you know? it's just chemically. I don't know what that is. Yeah, so, not not taking not on yeah. drugs. Just, no, yeah, naturally. No, no, like no, that. no. Yeah. I've never been into drugs really. Yeah, yeah. You know? so. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, no, not into drugs. I mean, I probably drank a lot of caffeine or something, but not like yeah, but not, or anything. You no, not no, rave, I, rave drugs. No, not rave drugs. Yeah. No, never. Yeah. No. No. It's weird, man. We go. Yeah, I mean, that would be the zone sometimes. Right. Be like the R and R, which is like a leather bar in Detroit, and be just really sleazy situation and all all kinds of fucking nefarious weird shit going on everywhere but no i was never partaking yeah you know but i don't know by osmosis being in the environment like you right. know, like you know it's a weird scene taking some weird, weird weird scene like yeah. you know you catching the contact of just the energy but not yeah yeah no i was never doing drugs though so mm. So yeah, man. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know where I am now. Man. So, so uh, yeah, are you doing are you doing therapy like once a week or anything like that now? Yeah, I did do. Yeah, I see like a pretty normal ass. Yeah, psychotherapist. I can't really tell if that helps at all. I never could tell really either. Yeah. Sometimes I would come out feeling. I mean, I, I I've only had small stints with it, but sometimes I would come out feeling. Yeah. Like you know, revitalized. But I can yeah. do that with a good conversation with a friend if if yeah. if, if it's open and it's you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can kind of put me in that yeah zone too. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, yeah, I think um, yeah, I'm more interested these days in like a, I don't know, new age flaky sciences and whatnot. You know, I guess uh, I am to an extent. You know, people like, um, well, I don't know, a lot of a lot of yeah, new age pseudoscience probably or whatever. But you know, but more just like energy I can't yeah you know, vibrational yeah. business kind yeah. Of, yeah I can't bring myself to like read that stuff yeah. for some reason but I think yeah. I, I think I think in those terms yeah. though colors sounds waves like yeah. I'm much more inclined to believe in like just vibrations and patterns and shit you know than yeah I mean like talking about my stepmom like I think you know she spent her life like trying to crack the DNA codes and everything and, you know, control it. It's like microscopic, like, you know, micro level. And I don't know, man, just, but then just the sort of day to day, just vibration, just where your mind, just, you know, kind of the way their own, their energy, their frequency, you know, I I don't know. It's weird, man, because I think like, you know, she's a music student before that and, um, and all, you know, musicology person at CCM, a pianist. And so, Again, like really formal music, but again, like all these frequencies from music into right, same like same exact kind of thing. You know, these like intricate, you know, all about frequencies and patterns and codes, and then like hyper focused super brain genetics. Yeah, so I mean, it's sort of like which is not too different actually. Not too different. That's what I'm saying. I mean, she was was tapped in, but what's interesting is like I don't know at the at the Mayo and before that at UVA. I don't know like. Who knows? I mean, I, I could never talk to her in in those terms. Just like, you know, how is your like 
emotional vibration or whatever. You know what I mean? Or like, um, I don't know. Do you have friends that you, ta- you can talk on that level? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's important. Yeah, definitely. But also, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of friends who've done a lot of psychedelics and stuff too. And I think like, I think, you know, some of that might tap you in a little bit more. Did you, too. Did you ever get into that stuff? No, but I kinda, not even in high kinda, school when we. Were, I no, mean, I, I, never, I did a little bit, a little bit of mushrooms and stuff. But no, no, I'm kind of interested to take. Do You're more. thinking about it. Yeah, I kind of want to go. I've been thinking about it. I just watched no, this. This yeah, uh, kind of interested in you know all the shamanic kind of business. Yeah, it, it I, makes sense to me now. I just saw this documentary yeah. about about DMT and and, yeah, and right. ayahuasca, and yeah. I'm like, I'm definitely interested yeah. in ayahuasca. I yeah. have to say, man, I think I'm that I might be ready for that sort of thing. I'm I'm feeling it too, but I I How also I'm, I'm I won't say I'm suspicious, but I'm suspicious in, in a way because it's it's like this um it's, it's really popular yeah. yeah it's like this fad yeah at the moment um but um but that being said I, I think everything I've sort of been saying about the kind of you know Western Western approach you know and then the way they'll talk about just like it's a, a living plant spirit in your body just the way of of talking about the world like that is just interesting to me mm-hmm. because the way I, I, I feel like it's the way I've kind of I don't know wanted to understand or talk about about energy and people and stuff before you know I mean astrology seems like totally bullshit pseudoscience but then at the same time it's more of like a kind of energy or something you know when you talk about it's like or meta- metaphors or something like that yeah you know, people, people want to like turn it into like okay like these traits or something but no nah, man it's more of just like a feeling yeah like you're a Taurus like the energy of a Taurus you know yeah. what I mean or, yeah. or you're a, you, you could probably tell what that is it's like maybe if you meet like another yeah. like if I meet like like hanging out with Leon or Joey or Pete or whatever kind of Virgo energy or whatever are you, you Virgo I mean? too? no yeah. I have a lot of Virgo in my chart I'm an Aquarius Aquarius yeah, okay okay yeah. but um yeah, but you but, put stock in that you knew what we all were <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I, rem- I remember that yeah. starting in high yeah. school. I always remember, like, birth signs. I remember yeah. celebrity birth signs, which okay. is really weird. Like, you just probably name a celebrity, like, a dumb celebrity on such a birth Clooney. line. Taurus. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So you go, you go deep like that. So if I was to say Michael J. Fox. Oh, man. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Um, hold on. Lindsay. Cancer. He's a cancer. Cancer. He's Lin- a cancer Lindsay Lohan. Sure. Um, oh, um, she's a... I think she might be a Libra. No, 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 no. Yeah, she. No. What is Lindsay? Shit, man. I could probably remember if I really think about it. Hmm. Bob Marley. Oh fuck, man. <laughs> Come on. Hold man. on. You're right. You're right. You put me on the spot, man. Sorry. Sorry. Marley. No, I should know Marley too because Marley had a. Yeah, I guess I'm rusty, man. He seems but, like a Gemini or something, maybe. I don't yo, know. he might have been a Gemini, actually. You know, I think he might have been. Well, unpredictable. Actually, I think so. Yeah. I think I think he might have been, actually. Um, but, okay, so... Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. A- anyway, so what, if you were to I'm do... I'm C's, I guess. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, if yeah. you were to do ayahuasca, yeah. would you try to do that up here, or you'd fly down to the jungle? I'd fly down to the jungle, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Would you go to a place that takes Westerners or or like? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of weird to go. I think into at summer. first, I think at first, I would probably do a pretty safe, yeah. uh, 
kind of Western touristy. Yeah. No, I mean in a good way. Yeah. You know, like a, a, a reputable place, but yeah. not just some like street dude. But that being said, I have friends who've done that and it's been a positive experience. What do you mean a street dude? Like, well, I mean, they're guys. The street? Yeah, they're guys like, I have some friends who just went to Peru and there are a lot of guys who just want to like give you tours and stuff. But then if you want to do ayahuasca, they'll just like give it to you. You know what I mean? But you got to have it. I mean, I, want, I don't yeah. want to do it without no, you don't a shaman, do man. No, you need, you need, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. There are a lot of people who are. I want to get somebody you to have, me yeah, through. Yeah, no, you got to do it for real, just in case. Because if I cleanse the insane. space and all shit, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there are multiple places, but I know, I know a few places and some people have been to a handful of them and have had good things to say. So I probably just trust some recommendations, you know. Yeah, 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 man. I think it would be a, a good time for that, you know. Maybe it's just this age. That's Maybe almost that's like five years, of, five years of psychotherapy right there. I think it is. I think I could have skipped five years yeah. of psychotherapy and probably just done that. But I don't think I was ready for it then. Yeah. Like, I don't think I had rinsed through a lot of this stuff. And now... Yeah, you don't want to go into it with no. that five years that no. you might have needed. Yeah. No, I think, like, now it's all making sense, man. I mean, like, having... Yeah, I don't know. Having, like, a, a parent die recently and then kind of feeling the generation shifting a little mm-hmm. bit and kind of letting go of some of the whatever Peter Pan, you know, BS I was dealing with it in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in psychoanalysis. Yeah, it's, that's a good feeling get out of my head a little bit yeah yeah and just like make shit just not be thinking all the time just you know yeah you got to use your body and use you know yeah definitely definitely be yeah you gotta vibrate you gotta put yeah you gotta put some music on you gotta make some tea dude you gotta get the l-theanine cracking you know what i mean absolutely you gotta like get the brain waves right man that's my my mornings the past few days i'm I'm on a real uh, mission to like get positive and and you know, I feel like it's you don't have Crohn's, and I feel like it's so oh, related, so related to, yeah. to healing that. It's yeah. like it's all in there, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so I, I I've really been trying to stay positive and mm-hmm. and therefore healthy, and it's been it's yeah. been good the last few days. Like, yeah. and that I do that exact same thing. I wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. I write in my little book a few pages of just like diary slash free association, whatever. Right, and then put on this same Bob Marley record like uh-huh. uh, that has like all the old ska stuff, you know? Uh-huh. Just that happy, happy shit in the morning, cook breakfast, start my That's day That's your morning like record. That. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, my morning records sort of, sort of change. What do you um, got nowadays? Um, let me see. I got a stack right here. Yeah. Um, I used to put on a record by Cram called Fly Day. That's one of my favorite Cram records. Uh-huh. Usually I just kind of stack. Oh, here's a weird one for you. Mustafa Polygamy. What the fuck? That's a weird one. But let me see. Um, I don't know, man. I usually got got some sort of ambient space. Oh, see, I need to see. That's my nighttime shit. Like, ambient shit, like, is great for nighttime. Oh, see, yes, I like anything... Akwaba, okay, yeah, okay. Francis Bebe, that's good. Anything with it, with an African bent yeah. is great in yeah. the morning. It's good. Anything with, with, with major chords is great. Oh, right, yeah. You know, anything that makes you just mm-hmm. the, the good feeling shit. Are you into, like, um, like different musical keys and vibrations? Like, what, um, like what mean, frequencies do? Like, do you get into that? I, just listen I know a little bit about it. Okay, because I just listened to this interview with Mike Banks. You know Mike Banks from Underground Resistance? Mm-mm. Okay, well, they were kind of like the, the sort of second generation of Detroit techno. Okay. And, um, and a lot of them were um, like kind of session players uh, for Motown doing like R&B kind of stuff. And then um, 
but ended up making like pretty influential techno at that time like he was talking about the key of the e he was saying like oh yeah at the time like grunge was really big or like uh and a lot of that music was in the key of e it's like a kind of angry male frequency and he's like mm. that's what we brought to it you know like we, we wrote all these songs in the key of e and then we would play them at trezor and yeah and, no uh, i i do i mean you know there's there's whole there's a whole like another pseudoscience if you want to call it that yeah. about frequency frequencies shit, right and what what they affect in the yeah. in the brain or the soul or right. whatever you want to call it, right, right, right. Um, you know, and so I find that interesting. Those, those are like mm-hmm. frequency therapy. So there's like you That's know, right. mm-hmm. you play like you know 526 hertz or yeah. whatever. And you talking about the solfeggio thing people yeah, are talking about? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah. Right. Which mm-hmm. that's interesting to me, mm-hmm. but that's the same thing if you think yeah. about it. You know, yeah. um, tune it, tune in your. Yeah, you could trace yeah. that back in the yeah. same in the same way. So mm-hmm. so E has a certain anger. You know, E yeah. is yeah. whatever E is. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a bunch of frequencies if you do octaves, but you know, yeah. it's specific frequencies. Yeah, man. Well, what's interesting too, I mean, you say it's an angry male frequency, but it's like it would be hard to say that anything is just like one thing. You know, like there's a thing in homeopathy where like you know. A lot of the things that are medicinal are also poisonous, you know? There's always that kind of like... But you just take a little bit of it? You take a little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? But one thing that's sort of a poison is also a medicine, you know? So it's sort of like an angry frequency. It's like, I don't know, what is anger, you know? Well, it's, it's just the two sides to that, that kind of duality or whatever, so... You know, anger is anger. anger goes along with fear, though, right? In some way. I, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or I probably dis- does. dissatisfaction. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, probably does. Probably probably does i don't know i mean you can say anger is on the one hand it's a good thing because it's passion on the other hand maybe it's not I, I i don't know i couldn't really say if it's good or bad ultimately is anger but, related but, to love yeah. like the like the yeah. opposite of love or something like what it no i, don't I know. wouldn't think so no. i wouldn't think so necessarily i think anger is a state of, i think it's a state of passion i think it's like you know but um I don't think anger is necessarily a bad thing man i think a lot of the time like especially in this country people are like scared to be angry you mm-hmm. know what i mean um, it's how you use it or at least it, or maybe you know what maybe it's how the media likes to spin anger you know what mm-hmm. I mean or like mm-hmm. when Howard Dean got sort of like yeah. it was like a hothead or something but that wasn't anger, was what, it anger what he or... did it was like that was genuine like passion, <laughs> passion. Yeah. like that was passion like he was excited man. Yeah. but that that fucking that fucked him man yeah I mean this country is so weird like that man you yeah know? well they just spin everything you know but try to spin every everything is like good bad you know i don't know evil criminal whatever i mean you know one thing about psychoanalysis is kind of interesting it's just you kind of get in touch with just like there are no thought crimes really you know what i mean partly i think also because it's like you're not making eye contact you say well it's less intimate or something you don't make eye contact no you're on the couch staring at the ceiling yeah so it's like I think some of that is, well, I don't know if that's always a good thing. Because yeah. later we were like kind of, you know, face to face more. But uh, yeah, man, like, um, I don't know. You kind of just like explore that shit, you know what I mean? And then you just realize that it's just a thought, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, they don't hold you, you know, he's not going to hold you accountable for, you know, no. violent or I mean, negative I think, thoughts or whatever. Yeah. No, I think, I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with thinking things. Also, also, I mean, well, 
Maybe, but I don't know. I also think I'm realizing more and more like how much we're just like a product of whatever environment we're in. You know what I mean? Again, it's just like if you're in a kind of environment, like you're going to start thinking a certain way. I always used to think that like the brain was the center of everything. You know what I mean? Like I'm thinking all this stuff and like, how do I put it exactly? Like everything I'm, I might be like ruminating about, you know, is like a reality or something. You know, but then you're just like, man, these are just thoughts pretty much, you know, I, I, and if you change your thinking, like, yeah. you know, and then it's, it's just, it's, it's weird, man. It's, it's weird. Just kind of how it changes, how you perceive your reality, man. You, your you thinking know? can change, change your reality basically by, by just, yeah. by consciously changing your thoughts. I think so, man. Yeah. Or just, or changing your actions so that you think differently. It's yeah. like if you... You know, I there's a saying in Al-Anon that's like, you know, you, you act your way into good thinking. You know, you don't okay. think your way yeah. into good action. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like rather than just sitting here and thinking about it, just do something. Like the go to bed, like do the thing. You know, there are all these little sayings like halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, things like that. They're pretty helpful. Just like, you know, usually it's like, man, one of those four usually, if you feel like shit, usually it's one of those four. Yeah. It's like, it's like, well... Maybe I like am having terrible thoughts because I'm not taking care of myself, and it's not that like there's anything wrong. You know what right, I mean? Right. It's kind of like so deal with the the root. The problem. thinking will change if you actually change the behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I mean, with substance, it's like when people, you know, you around a lot of alcoholics or whatever, and they'll give you nine thousand reasons that their life sucks or that yeah, they, you know. But really, it's it's the alcohol that's you know making them. Mm-hmm. feel that way usually. I mean, there's a reason why they're, they're drinking around. alcohol or, or relying on that yeah. but then that cycles well, back it's that just... kind of that kind of disease it's like the drinking and everything else it's yeah. like you know and then their whole life is kind of like contorting to like mm-hmm. accommodate accommodate that disease so, right that's right So, but I always struggled with that when I was in, in psychoanalysis sort of like but you can't I mean if there's no thinking like how do you make any macro decisions like how do you steer your life like what, right. what is what's agency I never knew how to be like well how do I get to what I want or whatever how do, how do I steer my life and then you kind of just have to let it go and just be like dude like I might not get necessarily what you want you just don't know where you're going to go but it's mm-hmm. more exciting that way really i think just know? be open you know just be open I, you in, can't force everything in, man. in, in this really documentary can't. that i watched yesterday yeah um this lady was talking about how it was the dmt documentary and she was yeah. talking about how she mm-hmm. she start she started to think of the human brain mm-hmm. as rather than its own control like center mm-hmm. you know yeah it does control the body but mm-hmm. but like as being more of like almost like a radio receiver yeah. for the universe exactly for, right. th- for frequencies in the universe yep. and things happening and mm-hmm. you know and I think that's true yep. and, and, and people that are shut off to that mm-hmm. you know I think it's kind of you're not using your full potential yeah. and, and that 90% of the brain that we don't use mm-hmm. is related to, to that and connection yeah. you know and it's almost like a like how I use you know, I use Pro Tools on my computer, but the files are not on the computer. They're they're on a hard drive. You know, that's a weird stretch, but uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, or how yeah. or how stuff is collected in the iCloud or whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck. But like, you can access it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 that really that felt like something. So I woke up this morning feeling a little funny. Yeah, uh, just like mentally, I had some weird dreams, and I almost thought, well, well, maybe. You know, maybe like I'm I'm just affected by some like solar wind or 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 some <laughs> yeah. fucking like yeah. whatever 
you know, uh, star blew up, you know, a million light years away or whatever, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that is yeah. just like, I'm like being, so I don't know. And then, and that, that almost feels better. Cause then you're like, okay, well that's all right. Just let it pass and it'll pass. And yeah. you, know, you just go, you go easy into it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. I always thought that, you know, it was just, I don't know, the brain, yeah, exactly. It was like a kind of control center. It's not exactly. We're not it's just self a little antenna, man. We are it's not just, self-contained. If you spend enough time on the internet doing whatever else, you're going to have this. And you see, because you see how many people are having, are thinking the same shit, mm-hmm. man. You know what I mean? And then you realize you just got to change the channel sometimes, man. You really yeah. do. You just got to turn it off, man. Um, and then you, I mean, if you really want to figure out who you are, I think like you kind of just got to, turn it off and you got to just be around the people who are who i don't know you just got to trust your instincts like those little moments where little cosmic meetings where you're like yeah man and it's just that kind of when a frequency resonates you know what i mean it's yeah. just sort of like okay like i felt something with this person or you know what i mean or those mm-hmm. little those little things that happen you just got to take note of think and just be like yeah man like and just stay with that trust that pretty yeah. much you yeah. know what i mean Cause I don't know. I think when you turn that off, when you when you when you don't acknowledge those moments, that's when you just yeah, you're blind, man. You're just missing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I actually took this course in college. It's really interesting. It's from this guy um, named Tony Barons, who I guess is like a. I think he's still alive. Um, he had MS when I was in college, and and um, so I'm not sure. Um, how that's doing, but he's a, an English like folklorist. He did this video series about I don't know some sort of traditional dancing or something, and um, and then he was also a psychologist and blah 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 blah. But he taught this class called "Stalking the Wild Mind." Um, that was stalking the wild mind. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a little. That. It sounds a little silly, but I'm it's, into it's it. cool. You're into it. Cool. Okay. Well, it's like. Um, but basically about ESP, but the idea is it's not extrasensory, you know, that basically we, we, we don't have five distinct sense channels, really. It's, it's much more, I don't know what you say, they're, they blend much more, mm-hmm. but we, we some, for some reason we perceive them as being distinct. Um, but we know smell and taste are super interlocked. I mean, right. that's the easiest one to, right. to know. Right. But things like, um, I don't know, we did a lot of divination and things and like, you know, like in New England, people will dows for for water like they're digging a well and use l rods or whatever and they'll actually hire it works it's crazy it's this is a kind of like um what do you call it a like a like a pagan or a yeah yeah old school school, new england kind of kind of deal but i mean well probably goes back farther than that yeah to the like celts or somebody yeah you know some 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 real ancient you know Water ley line. Druid, How do you find druid water? Shit. Druid shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and I guess what happened was like he was trying to change a property line, and he didn't know where something was underground. And some guy who worked for like the electric company or something pulled out L rods on his property, and he was like, "What are you doing?" He walked, and if it's and then they moved, and he's like, "Okay, dig right here." The guy, the electrical, the electrical guy, guy, the electrical company guy, this is in New England, and then the guy dug, and there's like the electrical box that they had to find. But you can feel that's the thing is like if you're real sensitive to it, yeah, you could probably feel that electricity with I, the rod. I guess I don't so. Know. I guess it, I think it was an electrical box. It was something, but he, yeah, he knew where it was. Yeah, and they do this with water too. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. You know, this is and this is a normal thing, and and people who are I kind of believe that because you can feel the you can't you can feel it, man. Yeah. Well, people who are like the the most skeptical people, 
you know, in New England, there are plenty of people who are biggest skeptics, but they'll still hire this person to come out and do it. It's like a... a Divine my shit. It's a, it's a profession. Divine yeah. my shit. Divine yeah. my shit. And, uh, and we did stuff like he would give us a piece of paper. He'd be like, there are two trees on this property. Like, find them and then tell me how old they are. And then we would be within like, I don't know. We were all within like four or five years and in mm. like roughly the same area, things like that. But how did you feel it? Yeah. Well, we, you would, we would use like L rods and, and, um, pendulums and things. Yeah. yeah. That would, okay. So those instruments actually, yeah. P- yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's the, the Ouija boards, yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. whatever, yeah. but it yeah. was actually sort of, who, who knows, maybe it it all work. magic tricks, but I guess his, his, his point that the real overarching thing that was interesting is just that if you go into something with a kind of, I don't know, mind, like a kind of, like you're just observing, yeah. you know? And when something just kind of happens, our instinct is to say, oh, that didn't actually happen because it feels so natural. You know what I mean? And then, um, and then when you go in, you, you're expecting a result. You can't really force it or like, um, so a lot of it is just like in the power of the intention, the observation. If you're kind of just, I don't know, you're just kind of doing things just like, oh yeah, things will just happen kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he, his thing was like, just just observe. You don't have to, even if you're a total skeptic, just kind of see what happens. So things that happen in your life, like, for example, like my, um, best friend growing up in New York, like we hadn't talked in like 10 years. And then, so you grew up in New York. Well, I want to, yeah. I want to know yeah. a little bit about your childhood. Right. right. But uh, first go, go on. Okay. Yeah. I lived in New York until I was eight. But wait, 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 go on first. So your best friend in New so York. So my best friend in New yeah. York. Okay. So I hadn't talked to him in like we talked, we talked maybe, but I hadn't seen it in 10 years. It was almost exactly 10 years. And I was in the city and, uh, and then I, I called him, I guess, before I went into the city and I was like, Hey man, I'm going to be in New York. And then like a, two days later, I get in the city, I get a call from him and he's like, Hey man, like, sorry, I'm coming back to you. My mom just died. I'm like crazy. And then we, uh, we met up, we were with Leon and it was like almost 10 years to the day that the three of us were in like the exact same place. So when Leon was gone and looking at Pratt and stuff, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. we, the three of us hung out, and it was like 10 years after that. And um, yeah, I don't know, that was one of those moments where it's just like, dude, like, yeah, it was just like a little cosmic, whatever, you just kind of know. And maybe it's just, you know, you're plugged in with people, like, what do you call that? Um, what's that phenomenon called, you know, where you're just like around people enough or something? And like twins have it or something? Yeah, like, um, or anybody, it just spends, um... Where women's menstrual cycles link up. Yeah, right, like right, that. there's yeah. like that kind of shit. I don't know right? what it's called. Yeah, exactly. So, but you just kind of know, even if you haven't yeah. seen each other in 10 years, you know what I mean? You just like connected, um, quantum entanglement or something okay. like that. Entanglement or okay. something like that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, where you just kind of know. It's kind of like, you just kind of have a gut feeling or you just kind of like, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Just, I don't know, trust that, I guess. So, hmm. um, and you could, I don't know, you could say it's coincidence. I mean, there are a lot of things that you could say. I mean, probability or coincidence, but at the same time, like, you know, if you have a feeling, just, I don't know, trust I'm it. far from a skeptic yeah. at this point. So yeah. I'm like, cool. I'm open to whatever. I'm yeah. like, you know, yeah. I, I think for a while yeah. I was a little more, yeah. um, you know, like rational thinking or something. I'm not yeah. like that anymore. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's no yeah. fun. 
No, it's not, man, because, I mean, if you... Just if want you, to be open. I mean, there's so much shit that I could... Yeah. That we don't understand, so why right. why be closed off about it? Right. I think if you if you want to take the worldview that, like, everything's completely mechanical, you know what I mean, then you can't... Well, I mean, mechanical, like, in a Newtonian way, you can, but I just don't think it's... It might be mechanical. It might be on that. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, things are clearly all interrelated, and, yeah. and I mean, mechanical, like, they're moving, but... I mean, I don't know if it's that kind of Newtonian thinking where yeah. everything can be broken down to like little component pieces, and you just keep well, we, breaking everything we down. Just, we know beyond. I that think I think it's the yeah. thinking part. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's like it's more just about I don't know vibrations or something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just if you can turn the thinking off a little bit, just yeah. kind of yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that's where I'm at. That's what I'm yeah. trying to do. Yeah, is get out of that like you know. analytical. Yeah, you know, situation and just go more towards just feeling joy about mm-hmm. the fact that you know I am yeah at all yeah and that things are at all yeah you know and, mm-hmm. and just get back to those basics like yeah that's pretty amazing you know people talk about you know I wish I had superpowers or I wish there was this or that you know or, or miracle you know pray for a miracle but like Mm -hmm. it's already shit is already how it is which is already fucking insane like you Mm -hmm. know i mean like if you get down to it like why you know why is any of this stuff Mm -hmm. why are we in existence at all why is there life like why you Mm -hmm. know to Mm -hmm. me that stuff in and of itself is enough to uh you know to be its own miracle it's just we get used to it like our our we're our we're, we're tempered to, to get used to our environment and get used to anything very, very, very quickly mm-hmm. as a method of survival, I think, you know, yeah, so yeah. like even the fact that we're, you know, whatever, just how big everything is, it, it, we kind of lose perspective of it very easily. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I don't know. I mean empiricism is good and like the enlightenment was good and like not you know just like but at the same time there's but it was about, fucking but snipped it, man it snipped, that's what I'm saying but, shit is like yeah castrated you know right. the whole yeah. that whole way of thinking anyway I, I know you're right I don't know if you're in Joseph Campbell and stuff and I mean oh, you know yeah. that's kind of interesting just I don't know just I, I like the idea of like just mythology and just these kind of like rites of passage people go through and mm-hmm. I like when people just can use I don't know Metaphors or talk about like energy or like the way, like a feeling or something. You could never mm-hmm. really describe that in words. I mean, or the poetry of it. You know what I mean? So I mean, that's why I like poetry, right? Because yeah. it is. You just yeah. are vaguely. Mm-hmm. You're spouting off, you know, yeah. about something that you don't have to know about. It, it yeah. really is the feeling yeah. of it. It's feeling it's the yeah. emotion of it. It's the, it's right. the, the the vibration of it. Like you yeah, said, so I like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's something you couldn't really... You can't really make sense of that. But, right, right. But it's not meant to be. Yeah. You're not really meant to be, right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So, I don't know. Because my, my natural instinct is to be... Is to be, right, like a thinker is to be, like, right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, not my only ra- my only instinct, but, but it's a safe instinct. I think it's mm-hmm. something I hold on to. You know what I mean? I think I hold on to, to thinking. It's, like, it's almost like a means of of control or oh, something philosophy you know what I mean you, know, you went to you know? school for philosophy yeah it's yes, like if you, you can know. if you can if you can know about it like mm-hmm. you can you can 
you can do it or you can control it or something, but mm-hmm. you can't. You know what I mean? And no. I, you know, you can spend so much time in your head thinking about doing things and then just do nothing. Everything you know is so mean? much more feral than, do, than in any experiment, you know? Yeah, yeah. But here, here's here's yeah. the other thing: is yeah. that how did you grow up? Did you grow yeah. up in, in 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 a household where you were pushed towards rational thinking or or, or, or towards you know? that way of being or, 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 or what your parents hmm. were artists I mean yeah I don't think there was anything like particular about my family like my mom is from England she's an actress um, Did she was she pretty successful with that yeah I mean okay. she's still working she still now. does stuff. I mean she's just and she's well I won't tell you how old she is but you know she's she's still going she stays super busy working do she's what store stuff does she do theater mostly I theater. mean she does she does voiceover she doesn't really do she, does a little bit, not really film, a little bit, but mostly just theater. Is she she's, here now? Yeah. Okay. She's been here. We moved here in 88, so she's okay. been here, but she's had a really good career here, and then she goes, she does stuff in St. Louis and in Minnesota, New Hampshire, and all over the place. Who does she yeah. work for here? Like Playhouse? Playhouse, the, the park, or? Ensemble. Yeah. I don't know, everybody pretty Every, much. Just I mean, whoever. Everybody yeah. with friends. She yeah. produces little shows. She's, yeah, done teaching. She's she sometimes... She hasn't done much directing in a while, but you know, occasionally she'll produce a show or direct. Do you go to her shows? Yeah, man. Cool. Definitely. So yeah, yeah. So I'd be curious to go sometime. Take me sometime. Let's go. All right, let's go. I'm down. Cool. Yeah. So. Uh, um, So and and mm -hmm. why did you leave New York for here? Your dad got a job. Um. Let's see. Um. My parents split up when I was two. Okay. My dad's from New. My dad's from New York. My my family is like. uh, from like the Bedford Mount Kisco area, an hour north of of the city, but basically New York City, you know. So I grew up in the city. My my mom came over with my dad. Like like I said, he dodged the draft, and then she was in drama school, and they came to New York, and so I grew up in in the city. And then um, they split up when I was two, and then he came here to go to DAP. Like I was actually born here because he was working for CCM. Okay, so he was teaching theater production. And then he sort of, when I was about, they were splitting up, and then they got divorced when I was two, and then he came here to um, go back to school, become an architect, and um, and then later we moved out in 88, partly because my stepdad was here, um, so... And then I could be close to my dad, and my mom was tired of being in the so city. Wait, so like, your mom had come here with your dad, then they moved yeah. back... Yeah. And they, but anyway, she met a guy here after they were right. split up. Yeah, yeah okay. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. So, so yeah. So, um, right. And then my stepmom was here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was also in school. And so she was at McGill for a while. So sometimes in Montreal. But um, And they moved to Virginia and then to Minnesota to the Mayo Clinic. Oh, I mean, didn't tell you. she. So she got sick. So we got through my dad's illness. Then she got hired at the Mayo Clinic. And she went to work up there, and then shortly thereafter, she got lung cancer, and then was sick she for three smoke? years. Um, she did, but she quit in, like, 89 or something. Okay. So, long time yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 But, man. you know, man. I mean, Sticks with you, I guess. stick with yeah. you, I guess. Yeah. Goes to show, kids. But, man, I yeah, I don't know what to say about that. It's just sort of, I can't tell if it's... Were you a happy a kid, or were you, were, you, were you, like, dour... Were you t- too in thought? Were you, did I was you like, were you outgoing? Were you introverted? I was like a wild kid. Okay. Like a, like a, 
until about, God, man, I think I probably chilled out in high school, kind of, a little bit in middle school. But when I was young, I was like bananas off the wall, bounce off the walls. Like always in trouble. Yeah. Always, just always in trouble and fucking shit up. Yeah. But then after that, yeah, I chilled out. That's good. That's a good trait for little boys. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little spazzy kid for sure. Definitely. I was not like a pensive little kid. I was. When did you start thinking too much or whatever you want to call it? Yeah, probably high school. High school. Probably high school. Okay. Yeah. Post post puberty. Not quite. You know what? It didn't. It didn't become. Yeah, I think it started in high school, but it didn't really become a thing until college or something. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere high school, college, like, I don't know. Too too much too much up here. Yeah. I don't know. But. Hmm. So. I don't know if that was at all interesting. I feel like all that shit was super boring. No, there's some interesting <laughs> shit. Kind of, all right, I, I got to go because I got to cashews in the oven, actually. You got cashews in the oven? But on a very low heat. But, <laughs> oh, but shit. It's, it's about time to, to uh, get those out. On a low heat. Uh, Are you doing... They're like raw? Like they're not actually... Well, they're not they're, actually I'm, cooking? You're doing... No, they're cooking. They're cooking. They're, they're roasting. Roasting, yeah. They're roasting cashews. So I've been talking oh. to Sebastian. Oh, oh, did I say your last name right? Yeah, that's right. I Good never job. really know. But... Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're at his place in Northside. Uh, yeah, let's be out. Say bye to these folks. Word. Later. Peace. Okay, thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening to The Wandering Wolf. It's always my pleasure, even though this one is a little, I'm finishing it a little bit last minute, but you don't even know that. You don't even need to know that. You can find me at the Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. You can donate to that email address via PayPal, the Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com, and keep me out of the poorhouse. At Yoni Wolf on Twitter. Instagram, etc. Uh, I made a stew today. I do the I do the uh, slow cooker through some uh, free range local uh, beef into the old crock pot, soup bone, vegetables, some water, some salt, and you let it roll for eight hours, and uh, that's good. That makes me feel good. That's good on my system. Apples, not so much. One apple, yeah, okay. More than that, not good. Uh, But, you know, you live, you learn. And then do it again. But that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. That's part of living again after learning. And uh, I I always appreciate getting your emails, by the way. I, I don't respond to every single one, but as much as I can, I try to. Um, and, uh, you you always send me such beautiful, nice emails. I want to send a shout out to my ill friend in Portland. I don't actually, uh, have your name, but your friend tumblered me and, uh, told me about your, your situation. And, uh, I just, I hope that you hang in there and have some peace about your life. I also want uh, to say R.I.P. Lydia Mahone, uh, who was a a big fan of my band, and uh, you are extremely missed, 
by a lot of people that have been hitting me up. And uh, it's very sad. Way too young. Sorry to be uh, dark at the end of this podcast situation. I hope you all have a great week. And uh, keep wandering.